Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Oh, the season's underway. Yay! And the ramble's still here. Some of us are, yes. <laughs> Three out of four. Ain't bad. Ain't bad. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'd take that. Oh, lords, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the football ramble. Uh, we're, we're down one, as we said last week. James or Jim is in Edinburgh, hopefully doing some lols mm. at the festival. Uh, but don't worry. There'll be lols here as well. <laughs> Presumptuous. <laughs> as we say. Yeah. Every week now. Um, Pete Donaldson has joined us from his comfy sofa. I have. Hello, everyone. Luke Moore's made his way from the green room over to here. All right. There's no green room. No. Uh, and Marcus Speller, that's me, yeah. uh, is also here, so don't worry. <laughs> um, you're in grand hands. I can imagine grand loads hands. of listeners just sort of going, <laughs> <laughs> thank God for that. Marcus There's Speller's grand hands. <laughs> <laughs> the new series from HBO. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh, the British tour uh, Right, this is uh, from an email from uh, uh, Mr. Mr John Hillcock, friend of the Ramble John. Oh, Johnny Hillcock yeah, Big Johnny Good lad um, he- Father of New Noise, which is a very, very good new music podcast Which mm. you should all listen to if you like music wow. I listen to it every week I would have said a rival podcast, but it's not No, it's not um, Operating in different spheres Yeah <laughs> Radii of influi Mm-hmm mm. Um, and don't be afraid to dip into a different sphere Right, uh, <laughs> the, the question that he wants us to answer Once and for all He says Would you rather be a player who achieved local hero status But didn't win much uh, as a player For example, maybe a Steve Bull, perhaps Or a Matt Letizier Or a Matt Letizier, yeah, yeah. Uh, Or would you rather be a world-class player A world-beater who is uh, largely regarded as a, as a bit of a knob Oh, it's a good question <laughs> Cause Cause you know I mean, so so you, your examples there, maybe Steve Bull, uh, Matthew Letizier is kind of a, a, a local hero. I'm going to go... Or a world beater. Perhaps, it pains me to say sort of Cristiano Ronaldo, who people don't particularly like, but he's just uh, an unbelievably good player. I'm going to go for world-class player. I thought you would. Well, uh, my rationale for this is... Because you're already hated. Most people think I'm a knob anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lost anything. Yeah. And I think, really, it, on a more serious note, you know, you're in football to win things and to try and achieve and, and to be the best you can be hmm. so I, I've always not really had the amount of respect that others maybe have had for local players like Bull and Letizia and stuff especially in the 
Tizio's case where he's actively turned down moves I mean some because some players achieve local hero status mm. because it doesn't quite work out for them sure. but, but Letizia actually did at, properly turn down moves away I think the Chelsea famously well okay you can use those examples as, as a local hero um, or you can use those who perhaps have done the best they can in, for the situation oh yeah of course that's a different kind of fish slightly isn't it so if they, no but it's still well it's open to interpretation yeah I'd rather be a world class player personally okay I think I touched on this last week. I'd like to think that I would have local uh, hero status. Uh, <laughs> I think you already do, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, 4,000 XFM listeners can't say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're doing this I've, I've seen yeah. me figures. Um, the, uh, no, uh, I would be an absolute waster, I think. Whatever <laughs> small amount of talent that I may have possessed football-wise, yeah. I would piss it up the wall, to would be honest. You, would you be like that lad out of goal who plays up front for Newcastle who was in Jurassic Park? Three. Oh, the blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. Would yeah. you be like him? Just yeah, the awful, horrible, an horrible sort bloke. of Craig Bellamy style. Ugly, <laughs> annoying. No, he wasn't ugly. No, I'm joking. He wasn't quite quite a looker. He was actually, quite a looker, yeah. yeah. He was annoying though. Nice blonde. He's a bit. I tell you what, he rem- he's a reminiscent visually of Robbie Savage. No, it's true. Um, Blonde locks. Yeah. A little bit of It's more lo- love joy for me, to be honest. Is Stop it? <laughs> yeah, less of that. Every time I mention him, I <laughs> shout it down. Don't mention him then. <laughs> what's your, what's your, what's your uh, answer, Marcus? It is a tricky one, because as yeah. you say in, in football... But you're already a local hero at AFC Ashton, aren't you? No, no, no. <laughs> AFC Ashton? Small, Hall of Famer? Small, small fish in a big pond. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's all finished now. Um... You know, we're yes. a bit like uh, you know Pro Vicelli or something. Yeah. We achieved a lot, but we're not no longer. Uh, Move it on. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'd rather be a, a local hero. Yeah, I'm all about community. <laughs> I'm all about ambition. <laughs> you've got a local. You've got a local footballer's haircut. I think. No, I've got a uh, world class football. In which case, <laughs> in which case, if you if, if that was the case, and we played in the same era, mm. when we both got called up for England, yeah, the, the crowd, the, all, they, the, they all the fans were calling for you to get called up for England. <laughs> you finally did. We'd automatically hate each other. <laughs> you'd think I'd be, you'd think I was a fancy down, and I think you're a small time. No, because I, cause I, I, I I'm, you know, I'm all about the love. Yeah, and so I wouldn't I wouldn't hate you. I would just think that's the, that's what he's doing, and you are Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> You are him Exactly <laughs> Chinaglia I, li- I like the local heroes so I wouldn't I couldn't be asked Going on holiday In Spain or Italy And being recognised And like But what about But what about When you're out on the In the big market Like Kieran Dyer Yeah, or, Newcastle, uh, yeah. yeah And you just sort of And uh, uh, Jermaine Jenner Life in a goldfish ball And all that Could you take it oh. Could you take people Buying your booze all the time well, I wouldn't play for Newcastle mm. Well alright So that, that <laughs> just takes away that Whatever <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happening night spot Is in AFC Ashton Near that Stop it <laughs> Um, I don't even know where Ashstead is. It's, it's in Surrey. It is no, in Surrey. Okay. Between Leatherhead and Epsom. Of course, yeah. Leatherhead, now there you go. You can play for local hero for Leatherhead. <laughs> Got to the uh, FA Cup for <laughs> round, round three. You round always three. said final then. I didn't say <laughs> final, yeah, round three. <laughs> FA Cup final qualifying round. <laughs> <laughs> um, like me, listeners, you're probably wondering why we're still talking about yeah. all this. Um, there, are, are there any points for this question? Uh, it oh, would well, be a point, wouldn't it? I'll have the points. Hey! Yeah, right, um, right, let's get underway. It's not a f- an official FIFA sanctioned game. <laughs> yeah. no, Jim, no, right. Jim's not here, so The league table the doesn't point. change. Yeah, you can have the points. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> ranking system's still the same. Uh, the Football League is underway. Yeah, it was and a good opening the, weekend. All the local heroes it was fun. are at it again. And the first, the first game of the Championship, Watford beat Norwich 3-2 away. In, uh, their, in their new AC Milan-style away kit. Amazing kit. 
like it, do you? Yeah, I think it's quality, yeah. I think it's a little bit, uh, I think if I was a fan, I, I would be a bit like. Who <laughs> 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 do you think you are? Yeah, but it's still good. But it's it's kind of like uh, the other sort of notable kit from the weekend, the Southampton Southampton Peru kit. Yeah, that's but that's a like, nice one. That's a real nice. That's, kit, that, that is a yeah. nice kit. Is that a little compliment to Southampton. Really? Yeah, well, I think it's a nice kit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be churlish about it. <laughs> we were before the mods came on. You can't polish your head though, can you? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Umbra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, well done indeed. Uh, David James got off to a bad start with Bristol City, lost three nil uh, home to Millwall. But that's a fantastic start for Millwall. It really is. I think Millwall might do all right this season. I can see, them, I can see them finishing in the top ten. Yeah. I think Jack is a good manager. I mm. think, and, they, and they've signed some all right players during the summer. Yeah. I think they got a chance. I mean, David James is a stinker, but also Jamie Ashley. Ash- well, that was it was an error. Okay, well, a big error. Locks. Yeah. Well, him and Jamie Ashdown, mm. or Jamie Ashdown at Portsmouth, obviously had another. Tavy-esque error Man. We let it squirm Under his body It was a bit of a weekend For goalkeeping errors To be honest Yeah, yeah. Pompey got off to a bad start 2-0 loss away to Coventry Freddie Eastwood Ex-West Ham Yeah got a couple Yeah lovely header For the second Now Freddie Eastwood Ex-South uh, End oh, Did he not play For West Ham at all Freddie Sears That's the one Freddie Sears <laughs> oh, oh, I just feel sorry For Cotterell Because I like him yeah, he, I think everyone wants him to win. He did a great job at Notts County. I mean, if oh, he's a local hero. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I, I'm, I think I think that um, I think that Pompey could do okay if they can get that if they can get that embargo lifted and they can get this all sorted out. I mean, they only had 14 players yesterday on Saturday. Sorry, and, and um, commentary at home, you know. They get, this is home banker for them They're going to yeah, be yeah. happy To start the season off again But Pompey had like 14 players Including like a keeper Who'd never played before Or something you yeah. know? It's not easy for them they, they literally I mean John Utacker <clears throat> From what I can make out Had an absolute shocker He's obviously that sort of player Who's not interested If it's if it's not suiting him He doesn't want to play In, in, in the championship Fair enough he, uh, he hardly touched the ball But it's so frustrating Because Cottrell Clearly wanted to change it But couldn't change it I just He think literally couldn't change it This whole season's going to be All about Carno staying fit <laughs> 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 That's Wait. the sad state of it that you're in. The annoying thing about Carno is he's trying to, uh, try, really trying to hold the club to ransom. They, mm. they haven't got any money. Would you say? Uh, would you say Carno's best years are behind him now? <laughs> A long way behind. <laughs> him. <laughs> well, he obviously yeah. scored the, F- the goal to win Pomp of the FA Cup, so you know he still can perform at a certain level. But you know, it's, it's a very clear cut. <laughs> a few years ago, now. it was a very clear cut situation at, at Portsmouth that you know they haven't got any money. They've just come out of an administration. Mm. Yeah. Uh, sign the contract or don't. If you don't want to sign it, go. Just go because then the club can move on. Uh, they can indeed. Mm. But one club that. Um, is, is back up in the championship Is Leeds United Yeah it was And a, a very entertaining match They lost to, at home to Against Derby And he, uh, Derby probably Few people fancy them To go up I'd imagine Do they? Yeah Well Go on Would you I noticed um, That during the uh, Coverage on the television Of that match uh, That Peter Schmeichel Has a son And he plays in goal <laughs> It seems. It yeah. seems. I, I mean, they didn't mention that every five minutes, <laughs> right? But uh, he had an excellent match, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he, he was super. He's, he plays. He's a hell of a footballer. Never mind a goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. He plays m- near enough on the halfway line. Do you not remember? It's that? a bigger pitch than Notts County, and I think he's just enjoying it. He's going, yeah. "Whoa, I'm looking on this." Well, Ellen Road is a particularly big pitch. It I remember is, yeah. for a time when they were in the Premiership, when it was the Premiership, they had the biggest pitch in the league. I think it's eleven yards bigger than counties. I, I looked it up. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is a fact. Oh, well, yeah, they, they used to. Their pitch used to be like considerably bigger than um, than Highbury, for example. Oh, Highbury's always quite a square, smaller pitch. A very smaller pitch. Yeah, but like, as you say, like 
sometimes like sort of 15, 20 yards, you know, yeah. it really was, uh, the, the, the margin uh, of um, the, the width and the length of the pitch is, is actually a lot wider than you think. It's got to be within a certain um, set parameter, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not a standard size, but it's got to be within the, a certain set of, it's, yeah. like it's got to be between this long and this long. Yeah, but it is quite a large margin, I'm saying. Oh, no, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. And, and, and not and more than that, teams change it. Yeah. For, yeah. You know, they change it for who, depending on who they're playing against. You know, they, if they've got players who like using the wide areas more, yeah. they'll narrow it. You that's know, right. and uh, yeah, that's part of it. I think yeah, it was yeah. it was nice. It was nice to see uh, uh, local Leeds lad Eden White. Yeah, coming on, and uh, I, I, he looks like a real talent. Except he can't seem to deliver a final ball, oh, <laughs> but he can run at players, and I quite and uh, that's always useful. In, certainly in that division, I thought Derby knocked the ball around quite nicely. Actually, it's a good win for them. At mm. Mine is a great win. No, Savage pulled the string still. Robbie Savage, yeah, yeah, yeah he pulled the string. It was big because a few Leeds fans who will remain nameless were giving it some big licks to, to a few Derby fans that I saw on the internet. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> um, saying that you know it's Derby's Cup final and all this lot. So I was secretly quite pleased that Derby got a result. Yeah. Eighty nine ninety. Uh, that's a First time that Leeds have lost a lost the opening day. Is it? Mm. Another fucking thing. Yeah. Are you anchoring for a move to another podcast? Eat my fat pie. <laughs> <people>. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I tell you, speaking of local lads, um, th- that boy at Palace, he was brilliant. Oh, the young lads, Wilfred Wilfred Zaha. Yeah, mm. they won three two. He scored one. They were three 0 up. I think at half time they were, and he scored one. He set one up, and the third goal came from a, a shot that got parried off him, and the, yeah, and the guy yeah, followed yeah. up. He, he, and they got another boy there as well, nineteen year old fella, uh, Kieran Cadogan as well. Yeah. And if you add that to the fact that Moses came through and went off to Wigan, right. they've got a g- good bunch of young players. Yeah. Which could really save them Because they're obviously In a lot of financial trouble Palace. You forget how good The championship is sometimes When Obviously the Premier League Starts up And all the, the Dramas and whatnot Are going on up there But the championship There's some great stuff played yeah. there Oh really there is, is yeah I'm looking forward to Pompey Being hammered every weekend yeah. <laughs> We have to mention Middlesbrough uh, Getting beat 3-1 At home by Ips, which is quite quite an awful start to the season because yeah. we talked about them. I think it was on the last podcast uh, saying that they've they've got a chance, you know, striking at the helm, and they've got a number of old firm players in there. Pete, Six, I believe. <laughs> Six <laughs> old firm players. Oh, Boyd, Boyd didn't really do an awful lot against Boyd, it. Yeah. But I mean, I still think Borough will be up there. I, I, I was doing this on the way up on the train. I think I think that Forest. Borough and QPR will have good seasons. I think Pompey will struggle. I, I actually think Watford will struggle as well. I felt sorry for Forrest uh, yesterday because I, th- I thought Earnshaw looked quite sprightly, but he just wasn't getting enough of the ball. Just no, they just didn't have anyone to deliver it. Uh, they'll still be good this season for us. They're unlucky yeah. last yeah. season. Their, their home form is absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Just, their, just their away form gets them undone a lot of the time. That's it. Uh, in League One, we mentioned uh, uh, Southampton, um, but South Coast Derby. They were beaten one 0 by Plymouth. Yeah, it is lovely to see Peter Reid back in. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking more like Hoggle out of Labyrinth every single year. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> Has Wonderful. he still got a monkey's head or heed? Should I say? <laughs> yeah, still I can't. One, yeah. Well, I for one, I'm racking my brains as to why he took that job as Thailand national manager. It must have been such well, hard work. <laughs> <laughs> but he refused. He refused to like use their names and stuff. I know. I know yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not doing that. It's funny, isn't it, when you get some of these managers who go around because you get different levels of the kind of the international playboy manager. Yeah. Goose Hiddings obviously top of the tree. Sven. <laughs> and then you've got Sven. Yeah. And not right. And then, and then you get guys like Peter Reid and. All all sorts of football funny. mercenaries, basically. Yeah, that's right. John Carver's second in command there, weirdly. Ex Newcastle, uh, second in command. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, it, was, it was sad to see Ricky Lambert uh, not 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 played because I think he just pulled his groin in. in the, I don't know whether it's the warm up. I know it was a late fitness test, so he's, it he's been decent. Warm, he scores so many goals, Lambert. I tweaked my groin re- the Did other you? day, actually. Yeah. What are you doing? It was our it was our work summer do softball we were playing. 
To do your softball story, he oh, rang yeah. me up just to tell me about <laughs> I'm how, not how good this. he was Wait, at softball. I've not heard four, this. Four balls, yeah. Three home runs or four balls. Yeah, but so- <laughs> <laughs> softball is baseball for mongers, though, isn't it? Because the ball's a bit bigger. <laughs> no, it, was, it was mixed team, so you've got to kind of, you know. <laughs> Patronising as well. <laughs> anyway. Three uh, home Sheffield, runs out of four. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, someone mentioned Sheffield Wrestle Wednesday. Wrestle it back. Wrestle they, it back. They beat Dagenham and Redbridge 2 um, 0. It's funny, Dagenham and Redbridge in League 2. Uh, league, league 1, one. sorry. League well, one. I mean, I mean Chef Webb playing Dagenham and Redbridge in the league. In the league. That's mental. It is, isn't it? It's so I, do th- I do think League 1 might be a bit of a step too far for their daggers. Do you think so? Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm a fan of John Steele. I told you my John Steele story, didn't I? Tell us it again. Oh, they want to hear it again. Well, you've just. <laughs> You've just invited it in there, haven't I you? I don't know the John Steele song. Okay, um, don't say. Oh, I don't want to tell it again. Oh, is this the one with uh, the son uh, yeah, asking? Yeah, his, his, just his, listen back right, to my okay. old show. It's on there. It's yeah, very it's recent. About, it was about five episodes. It's very recent. Leaving him, leaving the listeners hanging. For the record, listeners, though, it is brilliant. <laughs> it's a good story. <laughs> so it's one of my favourites. Just to go back and listen to it. Clinton Morrison scored for Sheffield Wednesday. I think he's a good player in that division. Morrison's decent. I think he, I think he'll do a job. Yeah, for them. But Wednesday, I've got to sort their. Um, financial problems out. Oh, They're still banging time. trouble. How it? many clubs have got to do that? Yeah, so exactly, these yeah. Days? Yeah. Um, we, we have to start out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We haven't been paid for a while. Yeah. <laughs> do we get paid? No. <laughs> Pete, I told you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord Ramble, damn you! <laughs> uh, but well, let's um, let's go to the top then, the Premier League. Uh, I do feel much more comfortable talking about the top four. That's all right. Yeah, in the Premier League, okay, yeah, I, d- well, I didn't want to talk about uh, Luke Chadwick playing well for the MK Don. Oh, before oh, okay, go, yeah, go on then. Luke Chadwick played well for the MK Don. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> can I just say before you go into the Premier League, and yes. for all the people, I, I do have a bit of a pop at Southampton every so often. I do actually think they might win the league this season in the League One. Oh, lovely. So you know, stick that in your. Hype. And as they as uh, as they picking up their uh, trophy, they'll be wearing their their bl- red and white striped sort yeah. of sash that looks like they've all won some sort of beauty pageant. Yeah, well, yeah. Time. yeah. Um, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> uh, we actually, I'm, I'm going to uh, jump in with a little email from Christian Robinson, and he. Do uh, you remember the show or two ago when we were talking about the Emirates Cup? That was last we week. Said, oh, all right, we yeah. said, what if the, the Premier League was done by the Emirates Cup? Well, he's worked it out, but he's done the 2008-2009 season. And this is a point. <laughs> this is what would happen if you got a point for every goal you scored. Yeah, and, and I bet I bet he's done the 2008-2009 season because he's a Liverpool fan. Liverpool won it. Liverpool won the league. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, but, he, but he also said Pete might have been happy because Newcastle. Um, would have survived relegation. Mm. Hey, how do how would we done that? Because uh, you scored more. Ramy Hobby's <laughs> fine ten goals. You scored. You scored <laughs> more goals than Sunderland, West Bromwich Albion, and, and Middlesbrough. Yeah, I mean, loads of people we might in with this, but I guess Christian. But the top four is still the top four, though. Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, and Arsenal. Thank you for that, Christian Robinson. But he did us a solid there. It is effectively fiction, pointless, moot. Well, yeah, Premier League. I found it. The reason I want to talk about the Premier League before it starts is I just wanted to talk about Al Fayed having a dig at Roy Hodgson. Oh yeah, did you see that? He was. I don't understand that. Because obviously this was this was a week ago or so. There for like six months and ran away. I know. <laughs> this is like the unv- at, at the unveiling of Mark Hughes. That's right. right yeah. okay, I saw that. Yeah. And he said, um, "After we put Hodgson uh, where he is now, he took advantage and left us." So, hang on a minute. No, sorry. I'm gonna have to stop for even after that opening gambit. 
after we put Hodgson where he is now, he was a manager before he came to Fulham, you know. And have quite you not a read good his one. Wikipedia page? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll fight At him. the very least. <laughs> you employed him for a number of years. <laughs> was he in football before that, was he? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Scandinavian well, football he, got that off the ground. He's only... Into, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. teams to the World Cup and yeah. the European <laughs> Championship. Even in his, apparently his worst spell at Blackburn, he got into the Over Cup. Um, he said we gave him all the support we believed in him and he just let us down Roy disappointed the fans and players with a UEFA Cup final <laughs> yeah Europa League Europa yeah. League final uh, I forgive him anyhow and I'm sure he's going to get I'm sure he's going to get Liverpool downhill oh come on well, I don't, just I don't, because I don't, he's the head of a I don't know what he means by get Liverpool downhill I reckon he means get them going though I, I think I don't think I don't uh, think, get that. Them going I down think down. there's a more serious point in all this which is that <laughs> um, Mohamed Al-Fayed is, is slowly losing his mind <laughs> give him a passport <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there we are. Because he pe- he kept putting in that press conference. To be honest, I think he is going. Li- he is losing it a little bit yeah. after all the thing that happened with his son. It's a bit of a sad story, but I th- <laughs> for the millionaire, he, he kept, Egyptian. He kept, <laughs> he kept putting Mark Hughes on the spot as well. Yeah, he did. Going, I'm sure. Well, Mark, m- he's going to do better than Roy anyway. So, aren't you, Mark? Yeah. And Mark Hughes was just like. Oh god Yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah, I, I, well, I hope so, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't promise anything Can you sign me Rock of Santa Cruz He, fa- <laughs> he handed him a £50 note Did he At one point Alpha. What That's Rock of Santa Cruz Got on Mark Hughes Yeah Looks Yeah <laughs> Well <laughs> Magnificent Just, just brightens the place up Did you <laughs> <laughs> Bit of eye candy Couple of nice pot plants In the office <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> <laughs> but he's got to balance it out if he signs Craig Bellamy as well. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, he's, trying to, so. he's trying to hijack Spurs' bid, apparently. As a rule, can I just say for the record, that whoever it is, I don't really like it when managers just keep signing the same players over and over again. Uh, Jim Smith used to do it. Remember Jim Smith? Of course I remember. He used to do it with Dion Burton all the time. <laughs> <laughs> every single player, every single club he went to, he signed him every time. It's bit, I don't like, like that. He's a, like he's a second in command. Like he's yeah. a coach or something. But Roy Hodgson's already, already said he won't, he won't raid for them. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, you know, yeah. just think outside the box a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Blue sky it <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Well yeah I think we, we mentioned this last People should take advantage of, of Man City's players Like Bellamy and Ireland Yeah absolutely Because yeah. they well, need to get, get rid of a few Ireland looks like he might go to Villa I think Which would be great for them I mean, be a great I'd, love, I'd love Ireland to be playing regularly 20, well, 20 sort, odd million sort of out a bit. Oh yeah of course But 20 odd million and Ireland for Milner You'd take that all day long Of course yeah? you would I'd take that all day long he, Luke would take that Just because he's English Hang on a minute People go mental yeah. if, you were a, if you were a manager You'd sign Stephen Ireland wherever you went Yeah I would yeah No I'd sign well, I'd sign Santa Cruz wherever I went I'd sign Stephen Ireland just so so that he'd have to build a new house and yeah. he'd go, get some mental shit in there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. He owns all these weird properties. He's like a James Bond baddie. Yeah. Weird layers everywhere. I'd make him have his house on the training ground <laughs> so everyone could look around there. He'd have like a swimming pool that opens up and a big rocket comes out. The yeah. Stephen Island space rocket. Oh, if, he, if Stephen <laughs> if Stephen Island got like a big contract at Man City, for example, like 200 grand a week or something, he would buy a house and, and under a volcano. Yeah. It would be like you only live twice. He'd yeah. build yeah. The vol- lake opens and off he comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd build his own volcano. First, there yeah. ain't that many volcanoes <laughs> in Britain, yeah. but wow, wow, there's a f- maybe one or two dormant. Arthur's Seat is a dormant volca- is volcano, but that's in Edinburgh, yeah. he's not going to commute. No, no, maybe a signing for Hearts or Hibs. But what, are we talk- <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, by the way, on your point about Milner because he's English, you're absolutely right. Because yeah, I read true. a report, I don't know how accurate it is, so I'll, I'll put that little caveat in there. But there's talk Ooh. of um, Meza Ozil may- perhaps moving to Manchester United, uh, which they're probably going to move, hmm. but the, the price takes 12 million pounds. What? That's half the price of James Milner. You are. Well, I know there's wages involved, and he's probably Milner's very highly paid. 
he's only got one season left. He's in got him. a sell boy though. It's though, absolutely ridiculous, though, isn't it? That is obscene. He's in the top like five players from that World Cup. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, uh, what the hell is, <laughs> did Milner do? J- James always says, "Insert wet and windy night, etc." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, James <laughs> or Jim always says, "I don't think Ozil's that great." I mean, he's having an all right World Cup, doesn't he? No, he's not here. Let's dig on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, thing is, he'll never hear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hasn't got internet up there in Edinburgh. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying that highlights the. the no, I like, like to make the point that Edinburgh does have the internet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They're not, you know, <laughs> but, but James won't do. Them. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Should we do a show? <laughs> <laughs> Crap, the monks have been on the shelter. <laughs> um, uh, let's go to Arsenal, um, metaphorically. Uh, Arsene Wenger's contract finishes at mm. the end of... This uh, season, isn't it? Of the coming season, yeah. yeah. And he said that... Uh, he kind of said something quite odd, because he said if he's going to seek a new challenge... Then he will do, you know, in a, in a year's time. But if he doesn't seek it, then he never will. But that's linked into the fact that he's always said he'll, he'll retire from football management at sixty-five, and he's sixty-one now. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, I, I think, it, I think it was more was made of that story than necessary to okay. be honest, because he, he, he knows that if he wants to move, he's going to have to move at the end of this contract. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I, hope. I mean, I mean, I guess you got to look at the situation at the end of the season. Which jobs are, are actually open? Well, Mourinho would have been sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Standard. He go back to Japan. Yeah, he could do. But he's turned down Madrid and Barcelona in the past. Wenger. He's turned definitely turned down Madrid. I actually, do you know what I'm saying? I actually think that Arsenal will do something decent this season. I think, they, I think look, so. a lot of those players are going to have matured a lot more. Schmack looks got. A class oh, he looks actually. decent. Yeah, they yeah. let in five at the weekend and still won. Yeah, preseason <laughs> friendly. Preseason friendly. Yeah, exactly. Chelsea then Arsenal for me. Chelsea title, Arsenal second. Yeah. Um, that. Get uh, on that Big talk I think I think, uh, Yeah I think your top three This It's going to be one of them Isn't it Yeah um, But it's, I, I don't I don't see <laughs> I don't really get any Bonus brownie points For saying that uh, che- say. I, I just think Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea going to win I think uh, <laughs> That's it I, th- I think they're all going to win And uh, Boring uh, in it Premier League <laughs> <laughs> But d- uh, Looks like Deco has moved to has. Uh, Brazil. Is it Fluminense? Fluminense, I think. Yeah, thir- he's thirty-two now, Deco, isn't he? Nice move. Yeah, it is a nice, nice move. move. He'll be a massive fish oh in that pond as well. Oh my goodness, what a move! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he won't one. have to run. No. he can party <laughs> all night. One of the best. One of the best things about being a professional footballer would be moving to Brazil at the age of thirty-two. <laughs> After ma- making a lot of yeah. money, three the money's not an object. Three years, yeah, three years. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you. I think Decker's only got two years, but it's still a lovely move yeah. for him. And it, and that that would have um, <laughs> that would have been decided over a great big buffet lunch. It would have, yeah, in in Rio. Yeah. Like the idea of Luke sort of going, yeah, I'd take that. I'd take yeah, that. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd, I'd sunburn horribly, but I'd still take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I walk around my, with my handkerchief on my head, <laughs> <laughs> my trousers rolled up on, on the beach. <laughs> Zero dear. But um, another big move. Um, the other way is Hernanes of Sao Paulo well not yeah. of Sao Paulo anymore he's gone to Lazio a lot of money now, as well he's been mm. brilliant um, Hernanes he's been like the, one of the best players in Brazil for the last few seasons and um, perhaps a slightly overdue move although I quite like it because he's not he's no spring chicken I think he's mid is he 26 he's, 20, he's mid 20 certainly yeah. but and it, uh, you know he could have gone earlier but he's stayed there he's had a, a good time in Sao Paulo the last couple of seasons might have um, stalled him a bit but uh, it's good that he's not rushed to Europe you know yeah, the, the thing is, is that he had to, he's getting to the point where he had to move pretty swiftly. Yeah, because I mean, he's, he's a sort of um, mid, he's a midfielder, obviously. So he's, yeah. he's, he can he's, play kind of a number ten role. But the thing is, I don't understand why he's gone to Lazio. It's a shame. Yeah, I'm not I, I, personally. I don't really like Lazio, but it's not because of that. I mean, Lazio. I, I mean, they're to progress 
Buddhism. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this time last year and the year before, I think um, mm. Dunga, in his capacity as Brazilian manager, was I think he was trying to facilitate a move for Hernandez to to Milan. Oh, was he? And, the, and, and it kept breaking down. I don't know why. But then Hernandez pledged his another year to Sao Paulo. Then again, and now he's got a Lazio for quite a lot of money. I mean, they don't have a great season last season. It's a strange well, one for maybe, me. That maybe is. maybe he wants to kind of. Be a big fish in a small. Maybe he does, there. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be that. He's, he's certainly one to look out for. I mean, oh, absolutely, he is a, a superb player. He's not played very much for Brazil, but of course, you know, trying to get into that side is, is very difficult, absolutely. especially under the way Dunga played. Absolutely, you know. yeah. Um, maybe, maybe now, Hernandez has thought, well, Menezes has come in. If I want to get in the team consistently, I'm going to have to go to Europe and play at the top level. Yeah. But he's good enough to, to get some call ups. I mean, he's only had a few caps. If, yeah. if that, maybe just the one or two. Right. Know. So yeah, uh, Hernandez to Lazio. Have, hmm. have a look. That's at a it. big move. That. It's, it is a big move. Uh, well, let's. Um, we broke away from the Premier League very briefly there, but we're going to come back to it. Uh, let's have a few predictions yeah. for the season stuff. Uh, which promoted sides are going to do best? Pete Donaldson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> No, not Newcastle. <laughs> You're so negative about Newcastle. Well, you said that last season. I watched, well, I watched them against uh, watched them against Rangers at the weekend, and we just looked absolutely. We just didn't know what to do. We just looked completely toothless. Would you, would you think they'll stick with um, Houston then? Well, yeah, they'll stick at least until the end. Of, I think his contract runs until the end of this season, I believe. No, but we've just got we've just got nothing up front. We're sort of looking at um, people that fit in um, the Nicky but the departed Nicky Butt sort of Alan Smith sort of role. But yeah, I mean, we need somebody up top because yeah. we just got. I know there aren't that, that many players out there, but I mean, we just don't have. Mm. Is this my chance to become a local hero? <laughs> 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 I mean, we like do we do say this every season. Uh, it's it's really tough for, for teams getting promoted to the Premier League to sign players who are going to guarantee you goals. Because yeah. players who have played yeah. in the Premier League consistently probably won't entertain signing for them, mm. and, and and then the other players that would for the money you can't afford because you don't want to leverage yourself up and get yourself yeah. into a Portsmouth or a Leeds situation. So then you you end up going to Eastern Europe or to Africa or, or, or maybe even South America where you gamble on players, and a lot of the time that doesn't work out because Blackpool have hardly signed anyone either, have they? They, yeah. they they they've started playing hardball about DJ Campbell, so they're not going to pay over this amount for him. So he's gone back, so they've not got well, him. Maybe anymore. they're just maybe they're just doing that sort of. Uh, like well, if you have to go down and then back up again, but I mean they, they've not really. You may as well have a crack at it if you're Blackpool for, for Christ's sake. You know? I was saying, I was saying, yeah. Well, I was saying a few weeks ago that they just take the money. They just the amount of money yeah, that I'm offered right. for getting to the Premier League is so big. Yeah. Then you've got your parachute payments if you get relegated. Yeah. If you're a businessman, and obviously businessmen don't really ever expect to make money out of football clubs, but if you've got an opportunity to do that, I, I, I sort of sympathise with it. I mean, it's, it's sad to that affair because I'm a football fan, so it's annoying for me. But I don't own the club, so I don't get any money. But it, you, you can sort of understand. Yeah. It. Just sort of hmm. being, well, we're a championship level club. We hmm. could cement our position in the championship if with, we, with we a go load of down, cash. We'd go up and down and line yeah. our pockets. Yeah, um, bit of a cup run, maybe. I don't know. So yeah. I, I actually think I just actually think all, this, all the teams that come up will struggle this season. I genuinely do. I, but I sort of think that every season it's a bit of a cop out. West Brom, maybe. Mm, I still, I still can't. I mean, they kind of know how to operate. They, yeah. they, as I said, they, they have no fear of going down. I think that's the. But surely West Brom and Newcastle. Shouldn't come into that category. Like Newcastle will be looking to stay up, surely. Exactly, absolutely. And, and I would have thought West Brom as well because they've been up and down of late. And, and so I know what you're saying about the cash payments and whatnot, mm. but surely Newcastle and West Brom can't be I th thinking I think, like that. I think Newcastle, Newcastle will panic, Newcastle. Yeah. panic in January and they'll sign a couple of players. I think that's. But Pete, yeah, Newcastle are a, a guaranteed a Premier League level club in terms of the size of stadium, the size of support. I know they get a lot of stick for that, but I, I do <laughs> still believe they're in the top 20 biggest clubs in the country. Of course but they are. You look at someone like. Top, top, if that, top 10, you know. 
know, yeah. I did, you know, top if, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got forty. For, what was it? Forty-seven, forty, uh, forty-seven thousand in the in the championship. Yeah, yeah. it's a big, it's a big crowd. Yeah, but look at Blackpool. Blackpool. I mean, no disrespect to Blackpool fans. I actually feel the same about, about Portsmouth, the team I support. That Blackpool are a championship level club. Yeah, they've done extraordinarily well to get up there. They should enjoy it the same as I did. I mean, the, the Pompey thing lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. But they're a, ch- a championship level club, really. So if they can start, that'd be a miracle. But the one thing that's working for them that maybe hasn't worked over the last five last five or six years is there's a lot of rubbish teams in the Premier League yeah. a lot more than there used to be mm. you know so you've got seven or eight you could, you could, even up to Blackburn I think could, could, I mean if that takeover doesn't come, come through for Blackburn they, they've got a chance of going down an outside chance but you know what I'm trying to say with the, the amount of teams it could happen with so well which, which the question still stands gentlemen mm. which promoted side do you think is going to do the best well, I, th- I, I, think I think they'll all be in trouble and I think Newcastle will probably do the best out of the three okay. but I okay. do fear for them yeah I'd, I'd agree with that yeah yeah top scorer in the league, yep. Oh, I'll go oh, for. Indeed. We did. We did. We did this every week, didn't we? I'm gonna no, go for, no, no. I'm gonna go for Drogba. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's I got can't one. Le- any further he's got, well, I'll tell you why. Because Torres and Van Persie won't stay fit, and Drogba has got one season left in him at that level. I think at that level of performance, I think he'll be top scorer. What about Hernandez, Man United? <laughs> Do you think he'll play an awful lot? Yeah, I like him. I think he's a good player. You, know, the, you, know, you see that Mamé Diouf, the uh, Man United striker, who's featured a couple of times uh, last season, he's gone on loan to Blackburn. All right. I think he scored in the pre-season game recently. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, Hernandez is a good player, no doubt about that. But I don't think he, I can't see him getting thirty goals this season. No. Can you? Owen might you might put Owen in every Michael match. Owen. Mickey Ooh. Owen, but, ma, ma, maybe Berbatov will reignite. Who knows? There's a lot of names to be said, <laughs> um, but none of them got in the England squad partly because most of the names you said aren't English <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah so uh, quite England, well made th- thank you <laughs> yeah uh, before we talk about some of the new names in the England squad um, one of them one name was in there for a brief moment and then he withdrew it Paul Robinson an odd decision he's, he's retired from international football <laughs> the um, day after being called up well he <laughs> he said uh, you, uh, you'll love this he said that uh, stop being stupid Fabio yeah. <laughs> He said, I've taken the desi- uh, decision to retire from international football with immediate effect. Only now have I been able to make this decision, as previously I have uh, not been in contention or selection for the squad. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, so he's just been waiting <laughs> to go... So, effectively, none of us can come out of... You know, yeah, it's it's a, it yeah, come, what a tease. You can't... Yeah. You, you don't have to be in the squad to retire. I think that's that's confusing <laughs> for the manager. So he goes, oh, who's still in... Who's not retired? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, Retiring yeah, yeah. status. Right, uh, you're in. Oh, no, now I'm going to retire. Don't tease... The manager. But Robertson also said the reason he's done it is because he won't be number one pick. Hmm. Well, that's just so childish, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you've got a job to do and you're being called up, it's a great honour as if, far as If every, every other player took that, then you'd just have a first 11. You'd have yeah, a squad of about exactly. 14, wouldn't no, you? Do you, want, do you want to sit on the bench? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing it. Yeah. Um, bring back England B internationals, I say. Chris Sutton won't be involved. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's <laughs> a few people yeah. off. Um, so, the, the, the names, uh, the, the most notable names that got in the list, of course, are uh, uh, Jack Wilshere, Kieran Gibbs, uh, Adam Johnson's back, Carlton Cole, Bobby Zamora, D Bent, hmm. and Super Theo. Super Theo. <laughs> Sorry, do you mean Theo Walcott? No, I do, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> just, want to, just want to clarify that. Misrepresenting. Didn't it, know if you meant Theo from the Cos- Cosby show. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Unfortunately, at the time of recording, the game hasn't been played, of course. But yeah. um, Wilshire and Gibbs, surely the two big ones. Well, I don't think they'll play. Capello said that I think it's just for experience, really. I don't think they're going to get a game. Well, Gibbs might, but I don't think Wilshire well, I th- will. I think he's put in Gibbs because. 
he's not going to pick Wayne Bridge anymore because Terry's still in the squad. Yeah, and so Wayne Bridge is obviously not going to have that. And who's who's your other left back cover for Ashley Cole? It's I mean, an okay, odd, it's an odd squad. Morgan, I mean, it'd be next. To, it, it, it it almost guarantees that he has to blood in a couple of players. He has to yeah. play uh, a couple of. Um, well, Gibbs could play. Gibbs I'd could love play. to see Bobby Zamora giving a run out. I really would. But I don't. But the thing is, I'm not he looked lethal against Bremen. I don't want to hate. <laughs> I don't want to hate on Zamora. But, but just to play devil's advocate, what he's is the, Bobby Zamora? What is the point of having him in the squad? He won't let us down. How do you know that? It's just a, a little, a little prediction. Well, I think if, <laughs> we all have them from time to time. In seriousness, I think gives us closer to the team than, than Wilshire for the reasons you've just said. I mean, it would have been nice to see Jack Robwell get a little, uh, little nod as well. Mm, but yeah. I, for one, look really looking forward to Frank Lampard and Stephen Gerrard playing in the middle together, playing <laughs> really well because the pressure's off at home against a shit team and everyone going mental. <laughs> That's my prediction. Uh, I reckon Hungary are going to beat a six-three. <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> yeah. Um, uh, while we're on the international football. <laughs> Did you hear Alex Ferguson? Sir Alex yeah. Ferguson. Not behaviour befitting of a knight. <laughs> <laughs> Slacking off the World Cup. He said the last World Cup was poor. And you need to go back to um, 1986 for the last good one. Incidentally, he managed at that time. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> Not very well either. No, no. Can you imagine Seth Blatter hearing that and going, oh, you're hard. <laughs> yeah. What international tournaments have you put on? Seth going, the World Cup only started in 1990, so you're wrong. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. How much money have you made this year? Because <laughs> I made loads of it. <laughs> That's Pete doing an impression of Seth Blatter yeah. Yeah. Not saying either. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's, m- let's move on to European football uh, Club football of course Spurs ah, Just about got that out Facing Young Boys Burn Yeah in their uh, Champions League playoff, mm. yeah, Swiss, Swiss team. No, uh, sadly, no, uh, no Kenny Pavey and no Icor. No. The, well, uh, just a, just a note on young boys, Burn and, and um, brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because they do have an Englishman called Scott Stutter. They and do. The commentators will go on. It's Scott Suter, isn't it? A uh, Suter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do have they do have a young boy place for them. And yeah, exactly. They're going to pipe up about that every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. He moved out. I think he was quite young. They do 16. have a young boy. There was then. someone. There was someone. <laughs> on, yeah, there was someone on Twitter uh, the other day calling for. Uh, um, it might have been yesterday actually calling for Pavey to be in the England squad <laughs> if you enjoy, I won't let you down <laughs> I wouldn't I would never block such a thing no same um, I know I'd definitely be up for that unfortunately Icor lost to Rosenberg that's right yeah but they do have a, a Europa League playoff against uh, Levski Sofia if they win that they go into the Europa if they, League if they win that I'm, so. I'm kind of glad that Pavey isn't sort of uh, up on the uh, in the old Champions League why just because he's ours Newcastle might <laughs> sign him he's ours he's, he's ours, ours. Sort of, he's yeah. ours he's would the football Rambles player can't yeah. you uh, can't you speak I will not share him <laughs> <laughs> can't you speak to someone at Newcastle Pete what Pete, get him in Pete, just like walk in and talk to the chairman that's what, how it works is it like when you like a really underground band and then they become really popular yeah. like, oh god <laughs> I hate like it, it. <laughs> but I think that um, yeah, Spurs that's a great draw for Spurs but young bo- young boys let's not forget let's not they won in Fenerbahce they did and they, 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 they've got an alright team I think Spurs will probably go through Andy Brassel couldn't believe that no he absolutely was like that's absolutely massive Fenerbahce is not a nice place to go no absolutely so have you been no, but it's uncompromising. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> yeah. frightening. Welcome to next to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to just down the road from hell. <laughs> it's also really bad. <laughs> Seventh hell. Purgatory. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is, is European. Oh, uh, something else. Let's widen it. Let's talk about world football. Okay. If I'm <laughs> wow. Right. Yes, Pete. It, it, Stratosphere it, football it, it cosmos. Does, it goes on. <laughs> it goes it on. does. It happens. it happens in other countries. Oh, my days. Uh, outside of Europe, believe it or not. Um, Diego Forlan 
Yeah. Did you see this? There was a little. Did you uh, know that he used to play for Man United? <laughs> oh yes, I did. You little <laughs> interrupter. Um, there was a, a clip of him. Now, obviously, he's just won. He's won the Golden Ball at the World Cup. He's he's uh, he's Billy Big Balls or yeah. Golden Balls or whatever, mm. and. Um, it seems that I, I, this was a local game. In I, I imagine it was Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Spain where he's living, but um, but it wasn't England. And he was invited to get the game underway, like take the kickoff. What like a ceremonial first pitch at the baseball? Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. So he so he knocks the ball. He's wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. So he he gets the knocks the ball right, and then and then walks off the pitch, waving to the crowd whilst the game's going on around him. <laughs> <laughs> That's mental. Would you not just get involved? I'd love, I'd love to say just <laughs> the organizer from kickoff. Would you? The organizers were going, yes. Yeah, so that's why we don't do that normally. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we don't do ceremonial kickoffs. It's so funny though. It's a brilliant clip. I thought, you, I thought you were going to say you pinged it in from the from the kickoff. No, if only. That'd be there was a weird, a weird one during the during the Southampton match. For some reason, I swear the ref went to take the like to receive the ball at one point. Did he? he sort of the ball came towards him instead of leaping over it. I think he forgot where he was and he just stuck out a boot, then pulled it back really quick. <laughs> oh god I'm just remembering a referee oh god. I've, I've actually been in part, involved in this Summer league game Where the referee's headed it <laughs> a proper ref He headed it give it, give it a big header Yeah Why I, I have no idea why <laughs> but He gave a drop ball Yeah <laughs> Silly boy Confused Yeah Well that is super That's great stuff Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, This just won't go away I've got to pull the octopus up <laughs> That's good. Pete's Pete's gutted. Just tell me. Pete's interested. (laughs) Can't stand that thing. Put your tentacles away, Pete. Um, (coughs) He's going to be followed by a documentary crew. Um, (laughs) That will be rubbish. (laughs) Sorry, can I just turn everyone's mics down just to suck and just go. <laughs> All right, that's how I feel about. What that. a sigh! Why, why that, I mean, they sort of followed. He surely he's pretty much in the same place the whole time. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he's not even predicting anymore. <laughs> um, that's not all. Yeah. Any more threats in his life? He's been signed up by Paul Daniels' agent. You know, magician Paul Daniels. I do. Um, and he, he's set uh, to become uh, a bit of a Christmas hit. Our own range of toys and books. I just God. I, I fear for humanity. Pete's I'm with I'm with a dinner jar on this one. Pete only, Pete's Pete, only annoyed Pete. like this. He's not thought of it himself. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've actually left the best till last. It's not finished because um, he's he's had a lot of offers. And um, oh God, he's not replacing Jim, is he? <laughs> <laughs> is this a ruse? Is this just a story? Yeah. He's, pr- he's replacing Chris Hooten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that there's no point in playing because we're going to lose this one. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he um he, he's been offered. Uh, an album deal called Paul the Octopus Sings Elvis. I ju- How will that work? <laughs> this, I'm not lying. This this has been published in the press. What source is this? It's a reliable one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rescuing this with an email. No, no. I if just I got, got mental and stab him or something, yeah. can you go, will you guys support you'll go, me? You'll get life. You'll get <laughs> life in prison for that. <laughs> you'll be pleased to know that the money will go to a Greek sea life sanctuary. Paul, what money? There won't be any money. <laughs> don't I, give. Tell you what, don't give sea life, sea life sanctuaries money because this happened. Yeah, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Would you not have him singing Elvis? No. Why is it? Because he's not. Got ra- a ma- is it because he's not got a mouth? Yeah. Stop discriminating. That's at the end of a very long list of reasons yeah, why. Yeah. Okay. Good Christ. Right, I'm doing an email. <laughs> you two, pull it back. Um, dearest Ramblers, oh, 
Inspired by your latest Dean Windass Hall of Fame entrance, Stuart Psycho Pierce, I thought I'd share you my own personal piece of England glory. Oh. Not very humble. In, <laughs> 1990, in 1999, at the ripe old age of 16, I was selected to be a ball boy for the Euro 2000 qualifier versus Luxembourg at Wembley. I was there for that. Oh, yeah, there I you go. The game, yeah. I saw him. I you probably mate. Yeah. Obviously, I was very excited at being allowed on the hallowed turf and got to meet some of the players beforehand. It was Kieran Dyer's debut, but my abiding memory pre-game was of Phil Neville coming out and trying to play head tennis with a wall and the wall winning. Well, it will do. <laughs> but when it came to the actual game, I was actually really bored. Sat by the halfway line, I didn't get very involved as we completely dominated in a 6-0 six, six win. Sheer a hat-trick. In fact, I was so desperate to get involved at one point, I ended up getting a second ball on the pitch by accident. <laughs> <laughs> but then came my moment of glory. Ah. 90 plus minutes gone, ball gets punted into the crowd for an England throw. Across came Psycho. I throw the ball to him. He winks at me and lugs it at young Michael Owen who turns two defenders and spanks it in the top corner. I think I'll have that as an assist. <laughs> Adam Direct from Exeter. Thank you for that, Adam. That was a yes, lovely sir. goal. That was a lovely goal as well from Michael Owen. And I'm actually glad that the, 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 true, the real man who's assisted him there has yeah. been... <laughs> his story's gone untold for so long. That's it. I'd love to see Optus stats on ball boys. Yeah. What was his name? Adam Direct. Adam. If you, I'll tell you what, stuff, if, if Paul, Octopus can, Paul the Octopus can get a record deal, then you, based on that, could probably get you know, some sort of glory. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I love a little wink. At least from a, a, at least a yeah. theatre production. <laughs> the thing is, though, I'm not sure if he actually did wink because he says he winks at me, or that's how I remember it. Oh, of <laughs> course. Yeah. <laughs> and then he it glint off his teeth yeah, as he went, yeah. ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a benefit of doubt. Ah, uh, what's this, son? What's this, eh? Yeah. I've no. got an email. Oh, my goodness. They're Ramble clods. Thick, thick and fast. Mm, yeah, this is uh, from a man by the name. Oh, let's have a look here. Uh, JT from Chicago. Oh. JT, that sounds om ominous. Ominous, yeah. Uh, Ramble Electricians, hola. What? It's a mashup. Bizarre. He's taking liberties. Bizarre. I don't have a trade. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> listening to the. Li I'm a son of an electrician. Oh yeah. Electrical oh. engineer around yeah. here. Okay. I was listening to the latest stirring episode of the Ramble podcast when I heard the Ramble Force ponder the whereabouts of the great, his words, Giorgio Chinaglia. Yes. As you can New York see, Cosmos. Yeah. As you can see from the blurb below, he can be heard each week for two hours on Cirrus Satellite Radio, moaning about the current state of football and how players just don't measure up to his abilities Sounds on the pitch or with the. Ladies, <laughs> that's amazing. I know that you love the nozzle, but please, I beg you, never let Chinaglia into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Thank you, JT Chicago. Would you like to hear the? Uh, he's already in there. It's he, part of the Cosmos. Sorry, JT. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. He is. New York yeah. Cosmos are in. What's this on, on Sirius Radio? On Sirius Radio, it's yeah. like satellite sort of yeah. subscription radio. I think it might I be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, every Wednesday is from uh, <laughs> from five p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, that's your New Yorks, your Miamis, yeah. etc. Yeah. Uh, the Sports Channel One Two Five Legendary. Soccer star Giorgio Chinaglia, former New York Cosmos and Italian national team striker, and Charlie Stilitano, past general manager of the New York <laughs> slash New Jersey Metro Stars, <laughs> team up to cover uh, the best teams and leagues from around the globe with expert analysis and interviews with the sport's most intriguing personalities in this serious, serious exclusive. Uh, give Giorgio and Charlie a call. If you'd like to give him a call, 877 629 4614. We don't even have a phone number. No. Oh what my days. Terrible blokes, FM. Yeah. Why are we advertising another radio? Yeah, radio Pete. Another I one, as if we are one. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they uh, let him on, and uh, the <laughs> general manager of uh, whatever it is, <laughs> the general manager of uh, New Jersey Metro Star. I'd, I'd actually quite like to hear that. I would as well. Yeah, I think so he's piping good. off saying modern day footballers aren't as good as him. Well, he was in, in bed or on the pitch. He was, 
Amazing. Imagine having him, like, his big tawny soprano face just leering down yeah. at you. It's good to see he hasn't changed. I thought he was still on the run for some sort of heinous crime. Yeah, yeah wasn't it just all, yeah, it was all, he, he did he, he, he was involved in the running of the club. Libel alert! <laughs> libel alert! <laughs> M- money, money went missing. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Sound the libel alarm. Well, um, you know, he doesn't need to be doing Sirius Satellite Radio, no. I imagine. Yeah. Get us, get us on Cirrus. Come on, <laughs> come on, Cirrus. It's serious. Si- come I'm on, Cirrus. Serious. When I say it's serious. <laughs> uh, Andre three thousand's daughter called Seven Serious. There you go. Yeah, I think so. Bang, full of facts. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Full of facts, man. And, and, that, and that ends the main <laughs> bit of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> on that bombshell. Oh, it's profile time, ladies and gentlemen. It's profile time. And uh, <laughs> Big Barry Davis. <laughs> Uh, we have a man who you may not have heard of, but by Jingo, you'll be familiar with him by the time I finish this, or we finish this, should I say. <laughs> or this section of the show's failed. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got the Scottish footballing legend, Jimmy McGrory. Yes! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's another one of uh, Marcus's... It, these men with incredible records yeah. and incredible sort of games that they've played, but yeah. they're not necessarily household names. No. Which is scandalous. And they should be, and that's why and they're they in here. That's exactly. why, and that's what... That's part of what the Windass Hall of Fame's all about. Yeah. Mm. Not I didn't say Dean Windass, I shortened it slightly. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Um, uh, it's, it's an educational one. I love learning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there will be an exam at the end. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jimmy McGrory, he was born in 1904. 63 years before the Summer of Love. Good maths. Yeah. Hasn't he done well? Did he... Did he email you the debt before oh, you no. arrived, or did no. you just bang it that No. Is, that is the way Luke Moore's head works. Oh. <laughs> Fingers. When he switched on, it can be devastating. Mm. Yeah, just a shame. It's few and far between. Yeah, guilty. Um, <laughs> he uh, was the uh, son of uh, Irish immigrants in, in Glasgow, growing up there. And when he was sixteen, he earned two pounds a week playing football at St Rocks Juniors, uh, and he signed for Celtic aged seventeen. And now, you, again, as, as uh, Pete said. You're thinking, what? Who is this bloke? Yeah. Trust me, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Stay with us. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a stat that are going to blow your mind, eh, <laughs> Remember Fernando Payrotio? Remember yeah. Joseph B. Can? Yeah. yeah. We didn't let you down then. Because <laughs> <laughs> this man had the biggest. No, come on. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, after um, he signed for Celtic, um, Celtic had won the uh, Scottish Championship in 1921-1922 in season, as we all remember. But um, <laughs> after that, they kind of uh, went into a little bit of a decline. Now, one of their main players was uh, a Patsy Gallagher, and he was injured uh, in that season. Uh, during that season So uh, Jimmy McGrory Kind of got his uh, Chance there But he didn't do too well um, He was playing Inside right And it, As I say He didn't have the, the greatest times And nobody would realise What a player He would turn out to be So um, He's a young man At this stage though He's still very young, young. Yeah yeah He was, he was um, So he was farmed out On loan to Clyde Bank In the, the 1923-24 season and when he came back, he was uh, rather improved, yeah. shall we say. 
Yeah. Did he um, sell his uh, souls to the devil at a crossroads in Clydebank? I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where the devil tends to do his best work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he, he actually, his loan period with Clydebank ended after he scored the winner against Celtic, funnily enough. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> right, he's hurt us. Get back here. Get back here. The Bernard Robson type would go, he's hurt us today. <laughs> he's hurt us today. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, he, he returned um, to Celtic and he returned to them uh, in the, the 24, 1924-25 season and the, the, the right at the end of that season it, they were in the Scottish Cup final and uh, he, uh, he got the winner in the dying minutes against uh, Dundee uh, to win them the, uh, the Scottish Cup so that's where, it, uh, that's where we come in that's really. where it started exactly he exactly. done Dundee in the dying minutes yeah 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 Alliteration yeah. Exactly um, Something we can all get on board with <laughs> His uh, After he won the Scottish Cup he, From then on His scoring record Was downright Fan-bloody-tastic Okay 84 goals over the next two seasons <laughs> Not bad Is it? Right that, How many is that a season? <laughs> For, how many two seasons? It's absolutely ridiculous They won the league championship in 1926 um, In 1927 He uh, You'd hope so With 42 goals one player <laughs> Yeah, he, what are um, the rest of them doing? <laughs> yeah, eight in, 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 starting in December 1927. Um, it, in eight games, he scored 21 goals, <laughs> <laughs> um, including eight in a nine-one victory over Dunfermline. Was this a five-a-side? <laughs> <say, laughs> is this eleven-a-side? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a record. Uh, that is um, the record for a uh, number of goals scored in one senior league match in Scotland, and I suspect Britain. <laughs> to, the only, to be honest, the only time I'd ever heard of. Uh, McGrory is, is and you're kind of going to come on to it is, but he didn't he didn't he score an absolute shed load in the cup final where they won seven one I think they beat Rangers no 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 he was, well no he didn't score and I'll, but I will right okay, yeah, why yeah. Did, that I must have been his era though we'll come on to it okay good that um, means it is his era <laughs> I'm, I'm not completely wrong uh, he wasn't a particular he wasn't a tall centre forward at all he was only about five foot six um, very but uh, your height then Marcus yeah? <laughs> no, five, give me five eight um, <laughs> that's tiny isn't it yeah five six Owen esque uh, Messi esque. Messi. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's five seven. I think five. Well, eight. Messi doesn't score as many goals. Come on now. We're arguing over an inch or two. Yeah. Story of our lives. Again. Um, but he's very robust. Uh, great shot. Very strong. Um, very sort of squat, stocky uh, forward. Mm. Um, and apparently, almost a third of his goals were from headers. He was brilliant in the air. That's which, weird. Which got him the nickname <laughs> Brent Hemorrhage Jean <laughs> <Gene> Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> you just sort I, of I forgot his first name. Your brain, <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> Bearing in mind, you know, he's he's um, from working class Glasgow. He's played yeah. for Celtic. He's probably quite a hard guy. Because uh, because of his heading ability, his nickname was the Mermaid. <laughs> when do rising rising gracefully? Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's what mermaids. Check it out. Pete salmon. Accept yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you look on the Devonshire coast, you'll see what I mean. They didn't have salmon in the twenties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a very recent invention. The salmon. The um, torpedo, I'd call him. Oh, that was—I think that was another one of his nicknames. Actually, come to think of it, but anyway, uh, in, it's worth noting that in the 1927-1928 season, uh, he scored 63 goals in all competitions, um, and all competitions were <laughs> 46 matches. He scored 63 goals in 46. Games. Amazing, <laughs> amazing scene. Um, in, in 1928, and and again, uh, sometimes with these uh, entrants in the Dean Mendes Hall of Fame, they, they neatly sort of cross paths, mm. albeit for brief moments. Sometimes, in 1928, Celtic. Um, for 
some reason, despite this phenomenal goal scoring uh, that he was yeah. coming out with and the fans loving him, so there was a, uh, odd things going behind the scenes and Celtic accepted a £10,000 transfer bid uh, for McGrory from um, Arsenal. All right. Which was, of course, under... Uh, Chapman. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, That's Chapman. interesting. So Chapman knows his onions. He thought, I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it Why would... did they do that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange, isn't it? But Chapman, it, uh, Chapman it, thought, it, it. am I in the market for a 60-goal-a-season striker? <laughs> I yes, think I, I am. am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Shall yeah. I go for the biscuit boost of the 12? I'll go for the 12. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, Exotic. But McGrory, he stayed loyal to Celtic, and he, and he didn't move. And he, he would have become a very rich man had he gone to Arsenal mm. he was offered much better but no, he was he, being offered a pound a goal yeah <laughs> he wanted to stay a local hero yeah he did um, he, again incredibly he was overlooked by the Scottish national side now this was suggested that there was some anti-Celtic bias in these Scottish selectors and right. it was all a bit n- nasty uh, he, he did play did, for Scotland he though. did play he played seven times for Scotland and scored <laughs> that is dog shit yeah. isn't yeah. it for a strike uh, yeah. no but in fairness in fairness would it not have been the war after a while uh, this it's was in the middle, in between um, them. This is, pre, this is pre-war, interwar pre, period, interwar period, and interwar period. Yeah. Uh, sorry, inter- you are right. Between uh, World Wars One and Two, um, he played seven times for Scotland and scored six goals. And he scored famously a late winner against England at Hampden Park in 1933. Which uh, this was in front of a crowd of nearly 135,000. <laughs> they used to go to the games those days. I'll <laughs> tell you, what, yeah. Um, and for this goal, many people uh, credit him with, with the start, uh, starting the Hampden Roar, the famous. Hamden Raw. Oh, I've, I've read about this What's as well. What's Hamden Raw? Didn't they, don't they sing a song about him as well? There's a song about him, McGrory. Uh, this might be talking, you might be talking about that Scottish cup. Oh, okay, right, I'll get confused. Um, but the Hamden Raw is basically started from him, is it? Yeah, that's what they, that's what a, a lot of people, um, a lot of people suggest. Uh, in 1933, the Scottish Cup final, he scored the only goal of the game, uh, despite suffering two broken teeth in an early collision. Oh, Palermo! <laughs> <laughs> um, that's right. Uh, he he did have a lot of injuries uh, throughout the years, but again, being the, the great striker he was, he learned to compensate for that um, with... He was in positional, brilliant positional sense, and like uh, putting vinegar on his head, <laughs> yeah, brown paper. <laughs> yeah. He in the in the nineteen thirty five thirty six season. Again, this is towards the end of his career. He scored fifty goals in thirty two games. Yeah, you can't argue with that. No, Pete. don't even try, Pete. There's no Celtic bias, though. <laughs> <laughs> on the twenty first of December, yeah, nineteen thirty five, he reached a then world record. Of 363 career goals And uh, in the same year He scored uh, the fastest ever hat-trick In Scottish League history A three minute hat-trick <laughs> Didn't Fowler get one very very quick like that uh, yeah. Against Arsenal I think yeah. Liverpool. But yeah that, that's in, in Scottish League history yeah. uh, In his last competitive match On the 16th of October 1937 He, uh, he scored uh, Of course in his last game Which was his 550th goal in top class football Which is Ladies and gentlemen A British record He's the <laughs> highest goal, goal scorer In the history of British football That's why he's in And Gordon Strachan just signed him for Middlesbrough <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why have we not heard of this? No, nah, exactly. Why have we not? Because um, there is an anti-Celtic bias. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. I've got Romario on the phone. He says he's not bothered. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, and he uh, <laughs> he said, "Could he do it in a wet and windy night mm. in Rio?" Exactly, yes. exactly. Um, he scored four hundred and ten goals in four hundred and eight Scottish League uh, appearances, <laughs> which is, of course, remains a record. Um, so every time he takes the field, he's he's going to score. Yeah, it's essentially guaranteed. There's a few games he wouldn't do because he got eight in one game. Yeah, that's but, right. um, it evens itself out. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's like out. at the end of the game Is there something missing? I just like We've had We've had two halves <laughs> Yeah <laughs> The refs ran around And blew the whistle Yeah We've we kicked off We haven't seen Jimmy <laughs> Scott once <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Stewart's inquiry um, so He shouldn't get paid Unless he's got Yeah exactly <laughs> And those who tell uh, McGrory is the greatest striker To have played uh, In Scottish football hmm. Which is Which is why This man I can't understand Nobody's heard of him really hmm. um, They must have had some wingers That's oh, <laughs> my word If he's scoring all yeah. them With his head My word Yeah Well if uh, he's playing inside right That means he would have been Playing four or five up front Exactly so, yeah, yeah. Just love them yeah. all up there But you know that um, He probably is much better Known in Scotland Than he is here in fairness Yeah it, Well uh, but you know I used to live in Scotland yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think that many people Where's his statue Is there a yeah. statue Probably Valderrama yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> cleans it <laughs> <laughs> Well done hmm. Uh he went into management after and he managed uh, Kilmarnock um, straight after he was released by Celtic his f- although this is a bit harsh his first game in charge of uh, Kilmarnock was a 9-1 defeat to Celtic <laughs> <laughs> was he scoring for Celtic? <laughs> yeah I think so yeah. he, got his he wife could resist it <laughs> let off yeah. Yeah. but um, <laughs> uh, in 1945 he was appointed Celtic manager hey Hey, and uh, they won the championship in 1954 with him, and Scottish Cup wins in 51 and 54, and Scottish League Cup wins uh, in 57, 58. Now, look, oh, 50, that means you, 1957, he was in charge of Celtic when they beat Rangers 7-1 in the Hamden, which is called the Sun Final, I think. Right. Because at the time there was a film, The Island in the Sun, or something. Right. And there's a song which accompanies it. Everyone was sort of singing, "It's Hamden in the Sun." Oh, right. I got more Celtic Seven Rangers one. Right. Okay. Is, is a kind of. Song. If he, if he was managing Celtic at the late fifties, that means he would have held, handed over to Jock Steen. He did indeed. In mm-hmm. nineteen sixty-five, he was replaced by Jock Steen. Yeah, um, and he was given the post of public relations officer, which he uh, he had um, that job until his death in nineteen eighty-two. All oh, right, so always connected with the club. Yeah, absolutely incredible. I thought the Scotsman um, summed it up quite nicely. Uh, the Scotsman being a Scottish newspaper, of course, uh, about Jimmy McGrory. Oh, another thing to mention before I say this, and this will back that up. He was a, uh, one for fair play, loved by. Everybody, real uh, humble guy, and everybody yeah. said he was superb. And, and uh, the Scotsman said Jimmy McGrory was remembered not only as a brave and prolific goal scorer with Celtic, but as one who set the highest standards of fair play and sportsmanship that could be expected of any player. He was much loved, quiet, gentlemanly, generous, and devoutly religious. And he is coming in to the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Welcome, Jimmy. I could be describing you, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't hold the title of uh, greatest goal scorer in British footballing history. And you never will. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't have time to answer that. <laughs> don't cheapen it. <laughs> Good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. Well, I think we managed to get through it without without James or Jim. Mm. Um, <laughs> that turncourt. Exactly. <laughs> Edinburgh turncourt. That's it. We, we know that if, if next week no one listens, that means they're just listening for Jim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Come, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Ah, goodbye, I'm James the Jim. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, we're all off to record an album called uh, Paul the Octopus Sings Elvis. Cheers. No, we're not.
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.